Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. heavy metal and hard rock anywhere on blog talk radio heavy metal mayhem with the big cheese Welcome back to the show. It's another week of the best heavy metal and hard rock anywhere. Tonight's about one of my favorite bands, Jack Panzer. Chris is going to be calling in in about an hour, and we'll talk to him about rejoining the band a few years ago. Uh, Chris was in the band back in the early 80s, and it's great to have him back. So uh, let's kick things off with the Panzer. How about a little Iron Shadows?
Tyrants and Iron Shadows off their first EP. Uh, kids been on as a Tyrants EP. Uh, Chris will be calling in about 7 o'clock. I'm going to talk to him about the Chain of Command, an album which was never released when it was first recorded, but I think anybody who was a fan of the band or a fan of Mel has the album anyway. Uh, it was re-released in 2004, but that was the first official release of the album. Uh, how about now you get on a little Hyrax? Last week we played uh, Caton's old band, L.A. Chaos. Now a little Blue Street Air Attack. around on MySpace, and I came across a band, Straight Razor Halo. Uh, this is a one-man band. It's a project that Mike have. This kid, he's like 20-something years old, his young 20s. He's bringing back old metal, and he does it one instrument at a time because he plays every instrument on the song, from uh, drums to guitars to keyboards to bass, and he's also the vocalist. This is a song called Twitch of the Death Nerve. <laughs>
Mike Havitz, one man metal band, straight razor halo. That's some kick ass stuff. Uh, you can check out Mike on MySpace. Uh, it's M Y K E Mike Havoc. Uh, I'll have the links up to these bands after the show on the website. Uh, you can just go to Straight Razor Halo and uh, check out some other songs by them. Some really good stuff there. Uh, another thing, uh, coming up on uh, January 30th and 31st over at Dexter's, New Jersey, uh, there's going to be a benefit called Long Live Rock. I, there's dozens of bands playing over these two days. I just got it before the show, so I didn't have the time to write down all the bands that will be there. But some friends of the show with that end are going to be there. Full Scale Riot, Savior, uh, the Jersey Gypsies, guys from Trickster. There's going to be uh, professional wrestlers making guest appearances. People from movies and TV will be there. I'll have more for you on next week's show when I, when I get some more information on it. But if you want to check it out right now, go to Metal Noise TV on MySpace. And uh, Uncle Frank's got everything up over there for you, and you can find out more about what's going on there. Also, next Saturday, right here in Staten Island at Lemoore's, with that, with that end, is going to be playing. So uh, if you're in the New York area or even the New Jersey area, go check them out. They'll be playing with Death Incarnate. And I think uh, there's one of the band playing. I'm not sure. I'll find out about that. I'll get it off you later on in the show. But that'll be at Lemoore's on the 24th of January. All right? So how about we get to you a little grave digger right now out of Germany and uh, title track of the second record, Witch Hunter.
Digger and Witch Hunter. Uh, Chris will be calling in about 40 minutes. Uh, you know, besides Jack Panzer, Chris is an accomplished guitar player who does a lot of stuff with the Rock Fusion. Uh, we're going to talk to him about some of the songs he's wrote and uh, see if he anything in the future be coming out with that. As well as playing on, I can't even name the amount of bands he's played with on records from Zappa to Warren Zevon, not the Herman's Hermits. Uh, he's been everywhere. So we'll find out about all that too. Uh, last week, uh, the week before, on Hank Sherman's website, there was some notes that uh, him and the King are working on some new songs for a new Merciful Freight record. So uh, I don't have anything extra on that right now, but I can't wait to hear that when it comes out. So how about we head back to the second record, Melissa, Curse of the Pharaohs.
classic Merciful Fate there off the Melissa record. That is Curse of the Pharaohs. Next up, I got a little Stormtrooper for you. There were two bands back in the 80s named Stormtrooper, but it was one out of the UK and one right here from the good old US of A, and that's the band we're playing tonight. Uh, this is the title track of the one and only release, Armies of the Night.
Slayer at Dawn Day Sleep. You know, this next band got back together. They did a couple of shows uh, towards the end of last year, and I'm hoping for more in 2009. Uh, this is T.T. Quick on A Wing and a Prayer. segment. Uh, you can download a copy of this classic demo at the blog after the show. Uh, I'll tell you where to go. Or you can just look on the homepage and there's a link to it there. The Danis Beast. Uh, they were formed in 1974 over in Germany. They put out about four records between 83 and 1992. And uh, This is off their first demo. It's called Satisfy You and it features Doro of Warlock. Uh, this is before she was in Warlock on vocals. Thank you. 
off the 1981 demo, and it's a song Satisfy You featuring Doro Pesh from uh, Warlock on vocals. Uh, it didn't hold up so well, some of these demos over the years, but, you know, a lot of them are, like I said, they're really old, and you can download them at the Heavy Metal Mayhem blog site after the show. Uh, just go to Heavy Metal Mayhem Big Cheese dot com or dot blog and you can get it over there. And while we're in Germany, how about a little accept? Princess of the Dawn.
of the dawn uh, that's a great record off the rest of the song album uh, I got a time for one more song before uh, Chris calls in and start playing some Jack Panzer for us. how about a little Exuma and Fallen Saint <laughs> Your 
Jack Panzer Shadow Thief, but Chris is on the line. Hey, Chris, you there? Hey, Mike. How you doing today? Good, Chris. How are you? How's everything going uh, out west? Doing awesome. Thanks for having me on. It's great to be uh, here. It's my pleasure. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, uh, for a lot of new metal fans, they don't realize you and Jack Panzer a long time ago, back in the mid-'80s. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I joined the band in 1985, right after Joey Tafoya had left, and um, remained in the band until 1991. And... Um, then, you know, things um, occurred, you know, as they usually do in bands. And, uh, you know, I decided to, to go off and do my own things for a while. And, um, you know, I recommended a friend of mine to replace me, Chris Broderick, who yeah. remained, you know, remained in the band, uh, you know, up until now. And then, obviously, I'm sure everybody knows, you know, he got uh, uh, is now the new guitarist for Megadeth. Yep. And as soon as he um, left, they called me, and I was like, hell yeah, I'm coming back. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so. I'm glad you're there. Is it a requirement <laughs> just to have the name Chris to play guitar and Jack Panza now? <laughs> you know what? It's a prerequisite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, uh, back back in the in the '80s, you, you know, you recorded the Chain of Command record, which is known as it's one of Jack Panza's better records that never was released back then. What happened that it never made the light of day in the early days? Oh, oh boy. Um, well, what happened is is we decided that we were gonna because we were in the process of shopping um, that to various labels. And what we had done is we had secured a loan, and um, we recorded it at our own expense. And so we went into a studio, you know, up here in Denver, and did the whole album. And what our strategy was is, we, you know, we thought, well, when we sign with, with our label we're going to sign with next, you know, we are going to um, just have them buy the tapes from us, and that way we don't, you know, get too much into debt. You know what I mean? They give us a huge advance, sure. and then you know it takes you know, you know, 15 years to pay them back. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, so we ended up uh, hooking up with um, Island Records, and uh, you know, after about uh, within a year, it wasn't going anywhere for us, and um, it just you know we ended up really not signing the actual deal with them. You know, we were just in a lot of negotiations and things. And so, um, you know, to be honest, it just it got lost in the mix. You know, then our um, um, the singer at the time, Bob. You know, he had left the band, and um, you know, after all that, I kind of decided to go off and you know do my own thing for a while as well. 
Sure. And so, so the you know, I know that since then, you know, there were many bootlegs of that. You know, oh yeah, it was like and, a regular you know, release in the underground scene. Everybody had a copy of it. Yeah, amazing. You know, and you know what's funny is, I did. I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> you know, because you know when I left, the, you know when I left, and um, you know I I went off and uh, you know I play a lot of different kinds of music and everything, and uh, you know I just kind of went off and did um, you know playing in a lot of various bands, you know freelancing, doing um, everything from rock to you know metal to country to blues to jazz you know and uh i didn't know all that was going on i didn't even know anybody even even heard chain of command oh yeah I mean, it, ha- it had its own album cover and everything it was like you know it was yeah. uh it was just one of those things and i know it was released about four or five years ago officially and a lot of those songs also we recorded uh uh on a few of the other jack pan's albums over the last couple of years that's right you know that i know that the um the guys um while I was gone, you know, they they had called me and said, "Do you, do you mind? Can we, um, if we uh, redo a few of the songs, so that way at least someone can hear them, you know, and done in an official manner too." Yeah. You know, I knew I knew that, um, you know, Mark Brighty was a little bit kind of unhappy with the quality of some of the bootlegs that were coming out. You sure. know, just the sound wasn't great, and you know, and he, you know, Mark's very particular. You know, he wants when he puts out a Jag Panzer album, he wants it to be, you know, the the. The artwork and everything, he's really into all the details. It's important to us, you know. Sure. And he just wasn't happy. So finally, you know, I, you know, Century Media did put, you know, uh, put out an actual release, you know, with, you know, approved artwork and everything. And that, you know, was so much better. And yeah. I think the sound quality, you know, being remastered and stuff, you know, oh, it turned out to be a lot better. Oh, yeah, you know, definitely. Some, some of those sounded... Yeah, some of those sounded like they were just dubbed right off of, you know, old cassettes, you know, that were like third-generation cassettes or something. Yeah, it's, it's amazing how some of that stuff even gets out, and, it, you know, it becomes like, you know, it, it comes like a beast on its own. And uh, I'm glad that it was re-released officially, and like you said, remastered. It's, it's a, it's a top-quality record. It was nice for it to finally, you know, see the light of day. And, you know, Bob Peduta was a singer back then, the first time in the band when That's you right. were there. That's right. And now, uh, you know, Harry Conklin, uh, well, he's been back with the band a long time, but uh, now you're playing with him. Uh How's it feel oh. being with uh, Harry now? Harry, the tyrant Conklin, you know. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, what can I say? I mean, realistically, I think Harry is one of the, the greatest metal singers ever. I Without mean, you know, he's just, I just, you know, he, he's amazing. And he just keeps getting better and better. You know, um, we, um, you know, when, let me go back to a year ago. Actually, a year ago this month, last January is when, when the guys called me and asked me to come back to the band. And, um, you know, and of course, I was very excited, you know, finally got a chance to, you know, work with Harry and um, everything. And uh, we had a couple months to prepare and to get for me to get all the material together, because we my first gig back with the band was headlining the Keep It True Festival in Germany. Yeah, big shows out there. Yeah. And um, and I tell you, uh, just even just rehearsing with the guys and everything, you know, you know, what's amazing is even being gone for that length of time. Um, we were just so close, and, you know, we've been through so much together that even, you know, like 15 years of being away from the band, um, within five minutes, it, it really felt like I had not even been gone at all. And It's like family. Yeah, yeah it is. It really is, and um, it, it's, it really is great to be back. So, And we've got a lot going on this year, too. Yeah, you got a couple of, you're going, you're heading over to Europe again at, uh, around February, March. You have uh, the, the two festivals out there in Italy and Germany come up soon, right? That's right. That's right. Um, the end of February, February 28th, you know, we're at the uh, Play It Loud Festival in Italy. And um, in March, we are also going to be uh, actually in San Antonio. We're going to play uh, the 
Nightmare Metal Fest, and I think that was March 21st. Okay. Yeah, and, that's right. Um, yeah, it's like a two-day festival over there or something. That's happened. right. That's right. Yeah. You know, we're working with Lance King, and um, you know, we're we're actually glad to actually play a show in the United States. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. It's uh, I know it's not the same here as it is over in Europe. To them, it's like you know, it's like a bigger thing over there. And I'm hoping that it'll it'll start coming around again. You know, back this way, it's much better now than it was in the '90s. But I know it's still it's not you know uh, financially uh, responsible to, for these bands to come around and start playing all over the place like they used. It's not as easy anymore. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's tough. Um, I tell you, you know, um, uh, you know, especially here in the states, you know, it, it's really hard to put together, you know, even a festival if if they know that it's not going to make a certain amount of money. You know what I mean? They they almost yeah. want to guarantee. You know, the the people, the promoters, everything. They want to guarantee that you're going to draw a certain amount of you know people and everything. And um, it just doesn't work that way here. You know, whereas you know, obviously, um, you know, the European underground metal scene is is like a whole world into itself. You sure. Know, these people, you know, so. But you know what? It's catching on here. I mean, it's it's really coming back, and I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, in the last few years, it's, you know, it's picked up big time. And I know you guys can't, like, you know, bounce around from state to state. It's just it's impossible these days. But hopefully they will put some, like, you know, bigger shows together or two or three-day festivals in different parts of the country to keep you guys moving around where at least, you know, you can make money, recoup your expenses, and still get out <laughs> there and play because – as it is today, it's even hard to put out an album today because with all the downloading and, you know, people just downloading all the albums off the internet now, they don't purchase them like they used to. And that goes for, you know, all kinds of music everywhere. It's just, you know, the record industry is taking a hard hit, and the only thing fans have left is playing live and, and stuff like that. And even that's hard to do. So, you know, it's like a catch-22 in a way for, for you guys. It's tough. We talk about that a lot. You know, um, pretty much what we've come to the point is is we, you know, we all have um, – uh, our own ways that we um, survive and earn a living, and what we do, we're not depending solely on the band to provide our living for us. You know, sure. we, some of you know we have jobs and stuff. You know, I happen to be a, a music teacher. You know, and that's what I do during the week when I'm home. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. why I wanted to ask you about too, because you, you, yeah, you're a very accomplished guitar player. You've played with people from the Frank Zappa band, Warren Zevon, Hermits, Hermits. I mean, with everyone. And, yeah. and when you, if people just type in your name on the internet, they'll find out how many people you know have so much respect for you as a guitar teacher. All your students, they comment on everything that you that you're doing. <laughs> you also give lessons over the over the internet through the web. Yeah, I'm using a webcam now, and that's uh, incredible. Boy, that's it's, fantastic. It's great. it's great, you know. So um, yeah, and and you know, actually, that's been going really well. I mean, I I can in the course of a, a week, I can teach someone, you know. Uh, um, you know, in Spain or something. You know what I mean? And then uh, sure. give, next thing I know, I'm giving a uh, lesson to a guy that's way out in the in the wilderness in Alaska. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's know, incredible, and, really, and it's, it's a great way of doing it too. Because not only do they, you know, they get to learn, but they're learning from somebody who's established in a band. It makes them feel good, and you know, the kids will don't want to play more because. Today, all these kids are playing the video games, they're playing the fake guitars on the video and the drums, and uh, it's good to get them back into the real stuff again because we're going to need musicians in the future. I hear you. You know that. In, you know you bring up something too because I, you know, I, I've been, um, you know, divided fifty-fifty. You know, like what do I really think about all these these music video games? You know, you're like um, um, Guitar Hero and um, Rock Band, Rock and Band, stuff. and all of them. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but you know, I'm kind of divided because you know what happens is. is uh, you know, me being a guitar teacher here in town, um, I get a lot of kids that think, well, I'm really good at Guitar Hero. I'm going to learn how to play guitar, <laughs> you know. And they, they come in, they can hit the green button and the red button. Yeah, yeah they come to me and they go, hey, Chris, man, I'm an expert level on Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, you know, and, of course, you know, we get into the first lesson, and then I get that look like, uh-oh. Yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> this isn't the same. <laughs> but, but, you know, it is, you know, at least, you know, with, with, with those games, like like we're saying, Rock Band, Guitar Hero, they're featuring a lot of, you know, great metal and rock bands. So, I mean, the, the younger generation, they're hearing that music, and it's bringing it back around to all, you know, all of us guys from our age group that have played the classic metal all these and listened to it. So that's a good thing about it. And, you know, even if some of those kids who's picked up those you know, the plastic guitars and drums move over to the real. I mean, you still it's more than it would have been before. And I, I know what you're saying. It's a, it's got its good and it's bad to it. You you got it. Um, you know, but yeah, like I said, yeah, exactly. And the other side of the coin though, just exactly like you pointed out, um they're, the the kids now are getting into what you know to the to what I consider to be the better rock and metal that that's that exists out there. Yep. You know, it's really it's kind of brought you know the you know the the actual you know metal went through some strange phases at least here in the states. You know what I mean? Oh, um, definitely. Obviously, yes. I think you know what I'm talking about. And, of course. You know, and it you know for a while it wasn't even cool to be very proficient on your instrument. You know no, what I mean? The <laughs> solos know? disappeared for a long time in the '90s and. Uh, they're coming back today, at least, you know, because to oh, me, a song without a guitar solo is not a song. I'm sorry. Oh, exactly. I, it'll, it's always going to, um, you know, confound me. You know, it's like, you know, ability is ability, you know, yep. and, you know, it, um, the better you are at something, the more uh, props you should get. Exactly, yes. <laughs> you know. I, I agree. And, uh, you know, it's it's it'll get there. You know, it'll, it'll come around again, and, uh, and I'm is. glad for that. And, I was like I said before, you've played with so many different people over the years. Yes. What's the one performance that stands out the most out of all the people you've gotten to perform with? Uh, besides Jag Panzer? Besides Jag Panzer, yes. <laughs> well, you know, the best um the best time that I've had is um who is still a really good friend of mine. Um his name is Bob Harris. And he's a vocalist and he was the vocalist and keyboardist with Frank Zappa's band. And uh, he and I have done some shows, and we've had some moments that were just magical. You know, uh, he's just—he's a phenom- hes one of the best musicians I've ever worked with. And uh, anyone who wants to look him up online, just do a search. And and he also sings for the band called Axe. Now I don't know if you remember them from. The I 80s remember Axe from back in the late yeah. seventies, 80s, uh, rock and roll yeah. the street. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's that's Bob. So, so I would say that he's—you um, know—that those have been some of my best moments. Um, as far as uh, live performances go, yeah, it must have been that must have been great because you you have some resume of people that you've played with over the years from all different you know genres of music. You've been with them all and everything. You know, you know it's weird. You know, it's just you know being around, uh, being out in the mix. You know what I mean? And then just one gig leads to another. Um, then all of a sudden, a, a person will call me and say, "Well, I know someone you should meet." You know, and it just you know it just one thing leads to another. I've been lucky to be kind of in the right you know spot at the right time. Sure. Know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. exactly. What about all your instrumental stuff? Uh, I mean, all that rock fusion stuff. Uh, if people go to your MySpace page, they can, you know, hear a lot of clips from different songs, Horizons that's right. and, and the other ones, and that's some phenomenal stuff. Any plans on maybe uh, doing more of it and releasing it? Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, if you um, anyone who goes to my MySpace page um, will see that um, down there I've got a, uh, underneath there I have the title of my, my upcoming uh, instrumental album. It's called Persistence of Vision. And um, I wrestled, you know, I, I've gone back and forth. I've vacillated during, you know, the planning of this. And what I've, you know, really vacillated on is, well, you know, I I really, you know, like being diverse. Yeah, and um, if I'm doing, you know, like this year when Jag Panzer, when we record our album, but when I do my own album, I want to show, you know, other things that I do, have an outlet for other kinds of music as well. It's metal, you know. And, uh, you know, and I've kind of vacillated like, well, 
will I alienate our, you know, any of my audience or, you know, the, the fans out there, the JAG fans or anything? And, you know, I just kind of came to the realization. I thought, no, you know, I remember what it was like, you know, even when I was a hardcore, you know, metal warrior, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I still, you know, was listening to guys, you know, like uh, um, Eric Johnson and Alan Holdsworth and Steve Vai and, um, and then, you know, turning to, you know, great jazz, you know, classic jazz players, you know, and, I, you know, I even play classical guitar, so I love that. And, and I thought, you know, actually that's what I should do since that's what I really do. Um, that's what I should put out. And hopefully that will inspire some, some other players, you know, to expand out as well. Oh, it's some, it's some real beautiful stuff, the music. I mean, it's oh, just, uh, it's, it's great to listen to. And, you know, good music is good music, no matter what you know, style it's played in. It doesn't well, that's matter. Good and, and it, <laughs> that's and, good know, to hear. That's good to hear. At the age most of us are getting now, <laughs> as much as we love the, the old metal, you know, you need a little, a little bit of everything mixed in there. As you get older, you know, you appreciate more of, of everything else that you hear around you. And it's some phenomenal stuff, and I, I can't wait for you to put that record out. I can't wait hey, to hear it. Thank you very much. Well, I'll get you a copy when I'm done. Oh, thank you, Chris. I appreciate <laughs> that. Right. And back to the Jack Panzer Fund. Yes. We, what can we expect this year? Uh, <laughs> we know you got the live shows coming up. Anything uh, new music-wise yep. coming up? Yes. Yeah, we do. Um, yep, we do. We've, um, like I said, we're we're right now besides um, our tours coming up and everything. Uh, uh, let's see. I think um, later on we also have the Play It Loud Festival, and if I remember correctly, that is in. Um, June, the end of June. I'm, I'm going off the top of my head now. I'm not yeah. um, near my schedule, but if I remember, it's, it's called the uh, Rock Hard Festival, and okay. uh, that will be in Germany. And uh, then later on in the year, we may do actually a longer two-week tour, maybe possibly next September, but that's not set yet, and that may be another European tour. But um, in the, you know, on top of all that, we're currently getting, you know, we're in the writing process and demoing process for the new album, which is, we've uh, come up with a title, and it's called The Scourge of the Light. Oh, I like I that. Know, you know, The Scourge yeah. of the Light. <laughs> yep. So, you know, um, and, and it may be a concept album, but I don't want to give it away yet. Okay, well, <laughs> so. we'll, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll keep in touch. Uh, you know, and, uh, everybody can go to the Jack Pan's website to check all that stuff out, too, and uh, that's keep right, up to date right. on what's going on with the band. Uh, and and uh, as I, we speak, yeah. As we speak, um, uh, Zach, our um, awesome uh, webmaster, he's uploading the, app, the the brand new website as we speak right now. So. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, it hasn't been updated in a while. The old Jack Panzer site. It's hard to get uh, right. new info, but at least MySpace is more up to date, so people can go there and uh, at least find out the latest, especially with the shows and everything like that. So it's uh, it's good. And where can people get in touch with you for your guitar lessons if they want to hook yeah. up with you in the Denver area or in, uh, on you know, the, the internet now? Yeah, the best way, I think, is just to uh, email me at chris at jagpanzer.com. Oh, they go right to the Jack Panzer site. That's right. And uh, that, you know, I'll get the email directly, and then, of course, I'll, you know, write everyone back, and we'll figure out what we can do. But, yeah, I'm really enjoying that, and those are going great. I mean, those are just, those have proved to be awesome. All you need is a webcam, um, you know, Skype, and that's it. And a guitar. (laughs) That's it, and we're we're rocking. So <laughs> that sounds good. You know, Chris, I really appreciate you calling. I only got about ten minutes left in the show, and I'm gonna get us some more songs, uh, especially off of the Chain of Command album. Sounds good. It, it, sounds good, it, Mike. It was great talking to you. Anything I could do for you guys in the future, just let me know. And I, I can't wait to hear you. You know, the solo record coming out, and I can't wait for the new Jack Pan's material. All right, Mike. Thanks a lot again for having me on, and you take Anytime, care. Anytime, Chris. It was my All pleasure. Right. Take care. Thank, Thank you. you. And okay. There's a little Chris with Jack Pan's and Shadow Thief. Fingers like across the moonlit plain Without the sound of being in the way 
as Jack Panzer and Shadow Thief off a chain of command. Unfortunately, that's off the original bootleg copy. I didn't play the, the newer version, which I should have, but uh, we'll get that off you again later on. And I'm going to get more Jack Panzer on you before we close out, but uh, right now I want to play a song for you. It's by a band called Children of the New Sun. These guys are from my home state of New York. Uh, they're up in Rochester. They've been around for a lot of years. They played on the name Monolith, and uh, they changed the name a couple of years ago to Children of the New Sun. And this is the title track off of the debut record that came out last year. And sing it 
Children of the New Sun. Uh, check these guys out. You can head over to myspace.com for New Sun Rocks. Uh, go over to the website of childrenofthenewsun.com. Uh, they're a great band. If you're a big fan of uh, classic metal like Priest and Maiden and Queensryche and King's X and Dream Theater, you're going to like these guys a lot. Uh, I want to thank Chris for calling in. I really appreciate him taking out the time on a Sunday to talk to us and everything. And we're going to be looking forward to the new Jack Panzer album and, uh, and having a solo record. So uh, keep your eye out for that stuff. I'll have all the links up on the website after the show. So how about we close things out right now with a little Jack Panzer and some Warfare.
That's Jack Paz and Warfare. If you listen to the show for the last six months, I play these guys all the time. I'm a big fan of the music and the band. Uh, don't forget, this Saturday night in Staten Island at Lemoore's, without end, we'll be playing. On the 30th and 31st at Dexas in New Jersey, it's the Long Live Rock Benefit. Two days. I'll have more on that for you next week. This Wednesday's Metal Matinee is our listener request show. Got a lot of great requests that came in, and there's still room for a few more. And next Sunday night at this time, my special guests are Rob Wilhelm and John Wygand of Iron Cross. So don't forget to listen, and I'll see you then. heavy metal anywhere blogtalkradio.com and heavy metal mayhem With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.